New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Again, dear ones, Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday evening. It's five o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone, and that means it is time for the good news. So grateful that you are with us. And starting out this week with a big shout out of gratitude, gra- gratitude, gravitas, gratitude, gratitude. A big shout out of gratitude to Reverend Barbara Schreiner Trudell, who was holding down the desk the last couple of weeks, sharing the good news with you. Thank you so much for bringing us all those wonderful stories. Reverend Barbara, I'm grateful that you are a part of what we're doing here on the New Thought Media Network. Yes, it is time for the good news. Good evening, Wayne. Good evening, Shay. Anyone else that's out there and watching? grateful that you are with us. Now, here on this program, um, we do a lot of stories, actually, about the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. And no, that is not a picture of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. That is the picture of a snail that constructs a floating body of bubbles. Yes. And lives at the very center of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Scientists recently documented hundreds of different life forms, all concentrated within the center of the patch, where uh, right now 1.8 trillion pieces of plastic are estimated to have created an environmental feature like none other on Earth. This leaves us with a unique dilemma. Do we save the garbage patch to save these creatures as well. Here's how it all happened. A swimmer named Benoit Lecompte uh, completed a swim of 389 miles across the garbage patch. Now, this was back in 2019. I can't imagine swimming 389 miles across the patch. Yeah. Uh, now, he was doing it for uh, to be recognized and had a support crew with him. So he invited along scientists uh, at Georgetown University And they came along and documented the whole experience. Now, they found a greater concentration of wildlife inside the greater Great Pacific uh, Garbage Patch than on its periphery. Uh, Now, they say this is not because of, but in spite of, the trillions of pieces of plastic in these living living ocean hitchhikers uh, have evolved to use the ocean currents uh, to get around. This is a beautiful 
uh, violet snail is uh, is uh, what they they've called it. They've also found blue button jellies uh, by the wind sailor jellies and slugs called blue sleet ski it's blue, blue sea slugs as well. Good evening, Emma. Glad you're with us, dear one. You know, folks, that's part of what we look at here uh, in New Thought Media Network, that we recognize all of life is unique and life adapts. <laughs> wherever we saw, wherever we find ourselves, there we also find life. Pretty cool stuff. All right, let's get into some more good news. Uh, global merchant shipping leader Maersk uh, is launching a biomethanol-powered container ship this week. It's part of their fast-track decarbonization strategy. They say uh, producing about the same emissions globally as the airline industry. Merchant shipping is experimenting with several ways of cutting back emissions. Uh, they're doing this. This experiment is through methanol, gas, ammonia, and hydrogen. Now, generally, these fuels can be anywhere between 200 to 400% more expensive than conventional fuels. Uh, but because of the massive size of cargo ships, uh, your shoes will only be about a nickel more expensive. Green methanol is a combustible gas collected from decomposing plant waste and can reduce CO2 emissions and equivalents from a container ship by as much as 70%. Bo Christensen from Maersk said there's this fear, I think, of making the wrong bet or getting or getting it somehow wrong. And of course, in the ideal world, we would spend a decade figuring out all the pros and cons and what is best, but we need to address this problem now. Now, Maersk ordered the ship two years ago. <clears throat> They've already got an order for another 25 of these ships. Uh, by the end of the decade, the company plans to have low carbon fuels transport a quarter of all of their tonnage across a 700 strong fleet of vessels. Globally, shipping companies have 120 vessels with low carbon or carbon neutral propulsion systems. There also uh, is a movement to retrofit uh, existing diesel engines with sails. And that's another way that companies are looking at how they can decarbonize uh, their operations in uh, in order to meet climate goals. And I, I think, you know, as well as anybody, we've been experiencing the output, uh, the experience of climate change everywhere uh, across the planet this past month. July was the hottest plant, uh, July on record. <clears throat> but the good news doesn't stop. See, that's the beauty of nature. Nature finds a way. This next story is exactly that. Uh, an oak tree that is long believed to be extinct in Texas uh, has been found and numerous uh, trees have been found. Uh, this is all happening in Big Bend National Park in Texas. Uh, the species of oak tree is unique to the state's western mountain ranges. Uh, it was declared extinct for some time ago. Uh, scientists say this is a living relic of a bygone climatic period in Texas's history when the Lone Star State was wetter and cooler. Michael Eason is the scientist you see here with, with the tree. He's a scientist with the San Antonio Botanical Gardens Rare Plants and Conservation Program. 
Uh, he went into Big Bend with a team of botanists. They found two uh, uh, two individuals, and then realized that there were even more available on private land nearby. So, uh, no question about it, the uh, Texas oak, long oak, is making a comeback. We love hearing these kinds of stories. It reminds us that life does prevail. And this next story is even more of that, and it gets even wilder. Oh my gosh, wait till you hear what just happened in Florida near Cedar Key. Dean Grubbs is a marine biologist at Florida State University. He had some students with him out on a fishing trip. Uh, he was hoping to, to land a shark and uh, teach his students a little something about shark, uh, shark habitat. And uh, no, he caught a 13-foot mature female sawfish. Now, I didn't know this, actually, but the sawfish are on the endangered species list. Uh, Dean was uh, quoted as saying, I was pretty sure this was a sawfish, but I remained stone-faced because I didn't want to disappoint the students if I was wrong. I saw the tail before the rostrum, so I lost my calm at the point and screamed, sawfish, it's a sawfish. Uh, it's the first sawfish to be tagged in Cedar Key in over 30 years. Pretty wild. Also didn't know, sawfish are freshwater fish. So students were able to uh, get a tag on this on this mama, and uh, they're able to track her now for a good 10 years. Sawfish nursery, nurseries do tend to be found in the calm waters under and around mangrove trees, like near Tampa Bay, south of Cedar Key. Uh, and there were three juveniles who were recently found at a place called Rattlesnake Key. Now, both Cedar Key and Rattlesnake Key would have plenty of sawfish at the turn of the 20th century, and the belief is forming that they're returning to old haunts as part of a slow and steady recovery. The sawfish are coming back, folks. Again, more good news happening all over the place. All right. Hey, I need to take a quick break. Let a couple of our sponsors say hello and uh, take a sip of water. But we've got more good news coming in the second segment. So don't go away. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages.
and we're back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. It's a Friday night. I get to share the good news stories that I have found across the internet. And this one, uh, I'm not a skateboarder, but you might be. And if you are, you know one, you know how much this is going to make them smile. Uh, a skate park has opened up in Portsmouth, uh, outside of London, about 75 miles southwest of London. So uh, Portsmouth in the UK. And uh, what's unique about this is they transformed an abandoned supermarket into a skate park. Uh, the founder of Pitt Street Skate is Jacob Skinner. He said, as a child, skateboarding was my outlet, and I want to give others the opportunity to use it in a positive way. He said he was inspired to support the project after skateboarding helped him as a youngster. Uh, now there's a local counselor there who just happens to be named Steve Pitt. This is Pitt Street. Steve Pitt, no relation there, uh, but he was quoted as saying he's very happy to see this empty building being used and transformed. Pitt Street Skate Park gives a real opportunity for people to come together and explore a new passion. And uh, they have this set up to be, uh, they, they have different uh, segments when uh, older folk can come and more, and more mature folk can come, when younger folk can come, and they have mixers and generational mixers and opportunities. So uh, if you happen to be new to skateboarding or, uh, or you just have old knees like I do, uh, you don't have to feel bad about showing up and being part of the skate community. Pretty cool stuff happening over there in Portsmouth. Thank you very much, folks. Okay. Now, we're going to stick around in England for a moment because uh, I found this story very interesting as well. I want to introduce you to Jessica Gagan. Uh, Jessica was recently named Miss England, uh, but more importantly, she's a full-fledged rocket scientist. Uh, she was, she's 27. She was the first ever redhead winner of the pres prestigious beauty pageant last year in October. And after juggling competitions on the catwalk alongside her studies at the university of Liverpool, she was delighted when she graduated alongside her classmates this past week. She now wants to use her degree and beauty queen title to inspire the next generation of female engineers and get more women into STEM subjects. I think it's important that today's youth know that sometimes things just don't go entirely to the plan and that's perfectly set okay said as a quote from Jessica, she reflected upon her journey to win both uh, the grueling Miss England title and graduated as an aeros with an aerospace degree. She wants to go to space. I don't blame her, wouldn't you? What more could you ask for at that point? She plans to go back to school and get her master's degree, but will continue the pageantry circuit by competing in the 71st annual Miss World contest this coming December. Good luck. Jessica, congratulations uh, on all that you're doing to bring good news into the world. All right. Let's see. What do we got now? Oh, I love this next story, and I think you're going to love it, too. This happened right here in Denver, Colorado, my adopted home state. I didn't know it was going on, but recently the American Veterinary uh, Medical Association uh, had their convention here, and they turned it into a care drive for companion animals of Denver's homeless population and those in the unhoused community. Uh, this is all in partnership with the Street Dog Coalition and a number of cor corporate sponsors. 
the event was held over the weekend and allowed anyone to bring in an animal to receive a free health check, vaccinations, and essential supplies to help take them home with them. Uh, people that are unhoused uh, used uh, uh, pets specifically for emotional support, and that can be incredibly important. Uh, Katrina Welsher, executive director of the Street Dog Coalition, said people experiencing homelessness have incredibly strong bonds with their pets who provide companionship, purpose, and unconditional love. By providing free compassionate care to both ends of the leash, we hope to help preserve, protect, and strengthen those bonds. Sounds like new thought to me, folks. Sounds like a great thought happening. And, you know, I say this uh, all the time. If you're if you're part of an organization that is traveling for a conference or a trade show or anything in that nature, uh, how do we make that a little more inclusive? How do we get out and do a little bit more of that work? to uh, to help things uh, help things along. I think it's important we can start considering those ideas uh, in our planning and in all those things. Hey, we're going to take another real quick break and let me get another sip of water. But I've got a whole other section, including our hero of the week story coming up in our third segment. So please don't go away. Stick around. We got more to come on the good news here on New Thought Media Network. We'll be right back. is the absolute truth. You are a gift, a blessing to the world, a way that the infinite love of God shines itself, shares itself, and expresses itself more fully in the world. You are a gift and a blessing. Please take that seriously. Take it as your honor. Take it as your opportunity to be a light that shines for others. Be that bright light of God's love that's the truth of who you are. And enjoy it, because you deserve it. folks and remind you that you know we get a lot of our stories over at goodnewsnetwork.org give them uh, check them out give them some love and attention they do a great job of collating and and gathering some great news stories plus we also get a number of stories over at sunnyskies.com check them out give them some love and attention as well there's more than enough to go around when it comes to sharing our gratitude so please uh, support those that make this show possible. All right. Hey, next up, we've talked about this type of thing before, but I want to introduce you to Leslie Dart. Leslie Dart set some sort of a record, I think, recently. Uh, She planted 4,545 trees in a single day. 
and she's planted over 372,000 trees over the last three summers. Uh, now, in Canada, if you weren't aware, uh, it's required by the logging companies and the forestry, forestry companies to plant a tree for everyone that it cuts. And it Phil fulfills that promise by hiring college students to plant trees. Kenny Chapin's been doing it for 35 years and 35 summers. He works in the film industry. Uh, he says, quote, I think every parent in Canada should be sending their kid out tree planting because it will take your child and it'll turn them into a worker. They'll learn how to work. They'll have responsibility. They'll have money in their pockets. <laughs> Reforestation requirements for logging companies uh, and uh, do often see, uh, again, hire people such as Leslie and Kenny to get out there and plant the trees. Now, Leslie's really been taking it to an extreme. Uh, and the 372,000 in three years is also a record. So 4,500 in a day, but over 372,000 in three different summers. Congratulations, Leslie. Good for you, dear one. Oh, we like this. This is one of those inspiring stories, folks. It reminds me anybody can get out there and make a difference in our own unique way. And that's exactly what this individual did. Now, this man is uh, that famous philosopher, Anonymous. No one knows who he is. He hasn't uh, made himself known, but he did something really, really compassionate. And that is he gave up a day of surfing to save a magpie that was tossed about and in fear of drowning. It all happened in the Australian state of New South Wales. Uh, a woman by the name of Amanda Williams watched it all unfold from her uh, house deck, took a few pictures and made sure uh, that it was documented, shared that with the local news. She said, quote, I have no idea who he is. He just did it on his own. No one was watching. There was no one on the shore cheering. He just did it for this poor little bird that was drowning in the surf. Good people. Good people all around. Good people doing the good work. And that's what we love to celebrate here on the Good News as well. And our next story is exactly that. Now, you might think this makes it for our Hero of the Week story. However, we've got something even bigger than this one. But before we get there, let's introduce you to Fire Chief, Assistant Fire Chief Ben Clark. Ben lives in Deerfield, Massachusetts. You may have heard there's been some flooding happening in New England. Uh, recently on a night patrol, Ben was out just patrolling, uh, was flagged down by a local resident who said they uh, the road had been washed out. As he went to take a look, he came upon another car that was in the midst of falling into that washed out road. Uh, this woman's car went down into the river and uh, was up to its headlights in water. Ben did not waste a second, uh, made his way down the embankment and rescued tra the trapped individual. Uh, she is recovering well from the ordeal, and that's according to state officials at the Bayside Franklin Medical Center. Ben, you are a true hero to this community, and that is the Deerfield Police Department's accolade and saying thank you. However, as I've been promising, we do have our Hero of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Kayla Gamaji and his brother Christian. 
Uh, these two New Zealand boys uh, were out at the beach one day with their with their parent with their mom and 12 year old Kithmi. I'm sorry, I pronounced that improperly. Uh, Kithmi got pulled out to sea by a series of very strong waves. He was about 60 meters out, uh, treading water in what the Royal Life Saving Society calls a notoriously dangerous patch of coastal ocean where no one survives. Kayla did not hesitate. He jumped into the surf as he realized what was up, uh, told his mom, uh, I might not, mom, I'm going out. I might not be back. Oh my gosh. Those are words no parent wants to hear. Kayla was able to, uh, Kal Kalia, excuse me, Kalia was able to uh, save his brother and get him back to shore. They did get a little help from the, the the uh, Royal Life Saving Society, uh, but uh, recent, but the the young man was awarded the Mountain Batten Award for 2022. I didn't know this. Uh, it's given to a single member of the whole com British Commonwealth, one award per year. Uh, he is the recipient for 2022 for saving his brother's life. Congratulations, sir, young man. You're going to do well in the world. You already are. You're a hero in our book, and thank you for being our hero of the week. Folks, I hope you're having a good Friday evening. I want you to stay tuned here on the New Thought Media Network. Reverend Pastor Michael Mangus will be up at the top of the hour with the fireside chat. Of course, we always have our evening prayers at 815 Mountain Time. Plus, tomorrow, do remember, uh, we have that our Science of Mind and Spirit Saturday Morning Conversation Series. It happens every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. And tomorrow is the big finale for the book, The Science of Mind. Every, every year we cover The Science of Mind chapter by chapter, and it ends at the end of July. Uh, starting next week, we'll have a whole new series that starts on Saturdays. But this is the big conclusion, the final conclusion, as Ernest Holmes uh, titled it to The Science of Mind textbook. Uh, we'll be discussing that, and I invite you to join us for that conversation. Again, that happens at 9 a.m. Mountain Time tomorrow, so join us for that. All right, I'm Rev. Robert. I'm going to get out of here for now, uh, but I do want to thank you for being with us. Before I go, I'm going to say thank you to some of our organizational sponsors and individual donors, so please help me in that. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Please help us say thank you to our organizational sponsors and donors, including the Hefferlin Foundation, Affiliated New Thought Network, International New Thought Alliance, Science of Mind Archives and Library Foundation, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, New Thought Philadelphia, Planned Happiness Institute, Summit Center for Spiritual Living, Center for Spiritual Living on the Lake, Unity Spiritual Center, Kitchener, Ohm Center for Spiritual Living, Center for Spiritual Living, North Jersey, Unity of Savannah, Center for Spiritual Living, Seattle, and all of our individual donors and sponsors. being a part of the New Thought Media Network. Please come be you.
Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our organizational sponsors and individual donors. It is thanks to your efforts that we're able to continue to do what we do, sharing this powerful message of new thought across the planet. Thank you for being with us. We look forward to seeing you again real soon. I'm Rev. Robert. I'm out of here for now. Until next time, I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now.